All right, here we go. Austin Bingham, welcome to the first episode of the Cozy Vibes podcast, the only podcast my mom listens to, which is a shame because my sister also has one and she doesn't listen to it, which is weird. Anyway, I'm your host this week, Cole Clark. I'm a junior film major at the University of Oklahoma, and with me is a sophomore friend I have, yes. Austin Bingham. Yes. Austin, how, how are you doing? I'm great, Cole. How are you? Well, I'm I'm, I'm doing I'm having a great time. It's good. Beautiful Saturday morning, 1.30 in the afternoon, which is morning for me. <laughs> Uh, and I wanted to have you on the show because you're one of the few interesting people that I know, and probably the closest uh, one who um, almost died. Yeah, yeah. I'd say. And I, I believe you have a very interesting story. And if you could take us back to when your face got the f- so fucked up, yeah, to the way it is now. All right, uh, buckle up. So this, I was skiing in Vale. Last Christmas break. God, that was the that was the whitest thing I've ever heard. I know, and uh, <laughs> this was uh, the week before second semester started. Okay, and you're a freshman at the time. It's about a year ago. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, actually, it's coming up on a year, which is weird. But um, <laughs> uh, so I was going down like a small like green trail to try and get to the bottom of the mountain, and the trail was like kind of cutting in and out of like a black run. Oh, so the black is the hardest, right? Uh, it was so there's a black diamond and a double black diamond. Okay, and it was like it was just a normal black diamond. And so what's what's green mean in this context? Green is the easiest. Oh, okay, that's the easiest run you can go on. Okay, so it's just a it was like a flat trail. Um, okay, so I was there are parts whenever you get off of the black run where you kind of swing around and okay. you're, you're able to go downhill a little bit. So I was like. In my mind, I wanted to gain enough speed to uh, be able to get through that um, the trail as fast as I could, just so I could get out of people's way that okay. were skiing down the so, black. So they have the the easiest trail intersects. With yeah, one. yeah. Who designed this? Uh, that's I've never seen. Yeah, no, <laughs> I've never seen that. It was I didn't like it at all. That's why I'm never going back. <laughs> okay. But, uh, um, so as I come around the trail, um, I'm probably going close to 20, 25 miles an hour. Jeez. I was booking it. Um, and as I got on back onto the trail, I saw this group of snowboarders that were, um, they were doing like flips off of the trail back onto the black. Just the worst. Really, really the, the people who vape of the skiing world, I would say. I agree, yeah. So, um... I saw that, and in my mind, I was like, this does not look good. Uh, and then literally two seconds later, um, one of the snowboarders came down and just stopped and, like, turned into me. How, fa- um, how fast was he going? He was probably going the same, like, 20, 25. It was, we were going, like, probably 15. the same speed. Wow. Yeah, exactly. Wow. So, a basically, a human car crash. It yeah it felt like a car essentially crash. yeah it did you like did you black out or did you yeah so i uh on impact i kind of turned my body like the whole right side of my body i turned that way to and i took the entire brunt of the hit on that side well that will end up being a smart move i'm assuming right yeah i'm pretty happy i did because i don't who knows what would have fucking happened if i just went straight on into him oh god yeah but um uh so I turned into him and immediately got was ejected from my skis. Uh, 
poles flew out of my hands, and I blacked out, I think, for four or five seconds. And I woke back up, and I couldn't see anything. So I turned, I took my goggles off, and they were just filled with blood. Oh, jeez. So I took them off. I, like, dumped all the blood out onto the snow, threw them to the side. Uh, and then I kind of looked back up the mountain, and I had slid down, like, a hundred feet, probably. Jeez. Um. Where's the other guy at this point? He, he's still on the trail. He, so he, like, he never fell down the mountain, but he, I mean, he ended up, I think, breaking his collarbone or labrum or something like that. Jeez. Uh. So at least, I mean, at least you could say you you rocked that guy. Yeah, he definitely had a... I think he had a worse time than I did. Okay, so you won. I think I won. Okay, cool. It probably didn't look like it, but I think <laughs> I won. <laughs> um, so yeah, I look back up. I see I'm like 100 feet down the mountain, and I'm really like... Are you are you standing up? You, you, you get up like... No. You're laying out still. I'm laying down. Oh, I kind of like sat up, and then I took my gloves off, and I like put my uh, hand to my forehead... And I took it off, and my hand was just covered in blood. So I took the helmet off. My helmet was dented uh, from the hit. Do you still have the helmet on, like, a shelf? Yeah, it's somewhere in my house. Oh, hell yeah. yeah. I, I, would, I would keep that I, for sure. I told sure. my dad to yeah. save that. Yeah, I think my goggles ended up, they were, like, cracked. So those are keep savers as well. Um, and so I'm, I'm just laying down there, and, like, people are skiing by me, and you know, the most inconsiderate people in the world. Yeah. Because, like, I know, I can just imagine probably how uh, bad it looks, and they had the audacity to ski by me, and I could just hear, like, oh, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> stuff like that. Like, uh, so I'm, like, sitting there waiting for s- someone to, like, I didn't know what the fuck I had to do, because, you know, you know, you're supposed to wait for ski patrol. But I don't know who's going to call Ski Patrol. What number is Ski Patrol? You know, yeah. I don't know what Ski Patrol's number is. Exactly. So I'm probably sitting there for like five minutes just out of it. Uh, and I'm still like, I have the shock factor in. Yeah, so, you're not feeling pain yet. So obviously. I'm not feeling yeah. pain. So Ski Patrol finally gets to me and he's examining me. And uh, he's, I don't know what the fuck he was doing, but he was taking his sweet ass time figuring out what to do and after like 10-15 minutes my shock factor was gone yeah that's when it probably ran. and it my face was fucking hurting yeah so I was so like so what exactly was the official injury so I um broke double digit bones probably around 13 okay bones in, lucky number in the right side of my face there's that um, many bones yeah. Dude, I thought it was one big skull, and maybe maybe a jaw, then boom, it's, you're done. It's, yeah, I broke. I guess it's real complex. I broke basically my entire eye socket all around. It was shattered. <sighs> um, I mean, how lucky are you to still be able to see? That's the... Well, very lucky. Yeah, that's, I'll, that's I'll crazy. Get, I'll get to that part. Yeah, um, yeah so I, I told the guy, I'm like, you got to do something, because I'm in a lot of pain now. He goes, okay, well, we'll get... Um, it's I don't know I don't remember what it's called but it's like it's basically the stretcher of a ski mountain. Okay. So it's a toboggan that's what it's called. So they put me in a toboggan they just like wrap me up in a blanket, and the dude was like we're gonna put you in a neck brace, 
just because we don't really know yeah the severity of what like what's actually wrong so that part scared the living shit out of me yeah. so i was like oh, damn like and i hadn't tested to see if i could like move my legs so i didn't know if i was like if i had any spine damage neck damage anything like that so they ended up giving me the the neck brace put me in the toboggan and basically it's just like the toboggan has two straps attached to it and this ski patrol guy skied me down the mountain um okay. pulling me that guy's cool yeah yeah imagine if he also hit someone and then you're on a, a double toboggan yeah a double oh man just wrapped <laughs> up together so we get down and we meet up with the ambulance um and so he's like examining me and i get there my eye is like already it's starting to get black and blue uh my face is kind of swelling up a little bit, so he, he's uh, like, what, on a scale of one to ten, what's your pain level right now? And I was like, it's definitely around a ten. It's <laughs> killing me. And, it's a uh, soft ten. Yeah. So he he was like, uh, all right, well, we're gonna give you fentanyl, um, and we're gonna take you <clears throat> over to the ER. You know, whenever I, whenever I think of fentanyl, I think of people who are. Um, about to die. Okay. Um, it's for cancer patients. Cancer patients. Yeah. So uh, I was like, in my mind, I'm like, well, maybe maybe I'm not a 10. You know, maybe I'm like a 5. Can you give me some ibuprofen? <laughs> and he was like, no, no, it's fine. I'll just give you fentanyl. So I get to the ER. Um, and I guess the ER was packed that day. It's a tough day in the ER. Um, what day of the week was it? This was on Thursday. Oh, that explains it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so when I get there, they get me in my room, and then they deemed my injury minor. Um, so basically, I I was I couldn't get into my CAT scan. To uh, had you checked that you could walk at that point? No, I was still in the stretcher, and by the time I got there, I was like really high off of the fentanyl. Yeah, yeah. So I was kind of like. Kind of, cool, kind of cloud nine, yeah. just chilling. Yeah. Uh, and then I get, they D my injury minor. And so I can't, I don't get into my CAT scan for like two hours. Jeez. So I'm just. And you're kind of just floating in and out of yeah. like regular consciousness? Right. Wow. So did, did your parents, were they skiing with you? Was anyone skiing with you? I was with one of uh, my friends and their family. Oh, so my okay. parent, my family wasn't there with me. Okay. And actually, funny uh, how they did find out, or my sister found out. Uh, my friend posted a picture of me on his Snap story of me in the ER with the neck brace on and uh, oh my god, uh, the like the little like nose plug things with the fentanyl going through and like the IV. Oh jeez. And uh, my sister has him on Snap, and she obviously had no idea that I had gotten in an accident yet. And his caption was, uh, get better, bud. So your <clears throat> friend just went down with you? Yeah, yeah. We Well, that was actually our last run of the day. We of, course, were, of course, it always is. We were it always trying, is. Yeah, we're just going to get to the bottom and go back to our house. And uh, so he was with me, and um, so my sister sees that and starts freaking out. But luckily, my friend's mom had called my mom just to tell her what happened. Okay. So that kind of, like, diffused the whole thing with that, but... Yeah, my sister's pretty uh, kind of caught off guard with that. I would, I would assume. Yeah, I would assume not yeah. a normal Thursday afternoon. Not normal to see me. Yeah, see me in a neck brace. 
Um, so you're back. You're back in the ER. You're fading in and out of <coughs> fentanyl. Probably having a at least an okay trip. I'm assuming. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the, and you wait two hours or so. Yeah. I, and, then I finally get into my CAT scan. Um, they, so I get in the CAT scan, they take me back to my room, and then it's another hour before I get my results, or they walk in and tell me what happened. So the the lady who was kind of like taking care of me, she was she walked in, she's like, well, there's good news and bad news. Uh, what do you want to hear first? And I was like, let's go with the good news. And she said, the good news is you don't have any uh, spinal damage or neck damage. Okay, that's a win. So in my mind, I was like, oh, what's, what can the bad news be? Yeah. And, uh, the, she goes, okay, and the bad news is, uh, you broke your face in a lot of different places. And whenever I hear of, like, broken faces, I just think of, like, you know, you just have to, like, let it recover for a few months. But, yeah, and no surgery. <laughs> Do some face exercises. Yeah, just yeah. no surgery. Maybe It'll some just lotion. Heal on its own. Um, but I had to, she was like, but well, you had to get surgery. Okay. Um, because my, my entire... The bottom of my, well, my entire eye socket was just crushed, basically, and the bottom was gone. The floor of my eye socket was gone. Jeez. So, you know, by, so I get out of the ER, whatever, um, my face is broken, you know, I'm just hanging out, I'm on a lot of drugs. When we are like, we're at, we get back to the house that night, wake up the next morning, and my friend's mom and stepdad, they live in Austin, Texas. Okay. And so we had driven. We had driven from Tulsa down there, and uh, flown to Colorado. So we fly back to Austin, and the whole journey back um, was. I thought it was funny because, like, so you're, know, you're sitting with just a broken face, basically. And my face is really swollen the next day. It's really swollen. Do you have any wearing like a any wrap or anything or? No, I just have like a little bandage over the cut that was on my eyebrow. Um, I'll show you a picture of me in the ER. Yeah, I'll put I'll put a link to that on the uh, on the Podbean. <clears throat> um, so I uh, yeah, this is me in the ER. Yeah, for those of you listening at home, it looks like him. Uh, probably on any Monday morning, I would say, um, kind of exhausted. And honestly, not too bad for a guy who just got uh, hit by another human. Uh, yeah, right. Yeah. Um, and then. I have stuff on my snap memories. So I'm so we're getting we're getting ready to go back to the uh Yeah, and uh, for those of you at home it looks like he got uh like he walked into a door really hard, I yeah. would say. So my face is swollen shut. Yeah. Um this was the first day. This was when I was really bad. How, how long uh do you essentially have like a black eye where you can't see out of the eye? Um so this was the third day, and my eye still wasn't it's, open. It's still very, very swollen three days in, yeah. Yeah. Um, I think it took about a week for me to actually see out of that eye. Okay. So when did you get your surgery? So, um, so like, I'll just say this real quick. The, I'm, Whenever we're boarding the plane, I'm the last boarding group. Uh, and so everyone's already in their seats. Uh, and oh I God. know, and I know I look fucked up. Like, <laughs> my whole face is swollen. Uh... My eye is swollen shut of a black eye. And then, you know, it's like getting on the plane again. It was like that. You just hear all these voices like, holy shit, like stuff like that. Like, you know, people just being inconsiderate. Like, I don't know that I look weird. Um, so we get back home and, you know, you know, on airplanes, you know, the elevation, you got to pop your ears. Oh, Jesus Christ. I couldn't pop my ears because my face was broken and I couldn't move it. 
And That's it was like fucking stiff. crazy. So the whole flight back, I was just sitting there with like massive build. I just needed to pop my ears, and I couldn't. That shit hurts if it takes. If yeah, you can't do it. Yeah. It sucks. Wait, so could you? You couldn't move your jaw that much. No, my face was like stiff. How, how'd you eat? Uh, Not well. No, I, uh, I literally I couldn't eat that. Like I couldn't eat like. Like, I couldn't eat a burger, sandwich, like, stuff like that. Like, I had to cut it up into small pieces and, like, barely open my mouth to put the fork in my mouth to get food. So, when do you get surgery? So, I ended up... So, I got back to Norman, and then I was going to have my appointment with my surgeon uh, about, like, the, the week later. And he was... Originally, we were planning on getting the surgery, like, early February. Okay. Um, but I, he was like, we have to do the surgery next week, uh, because your eye socket is gone. The floor of your eye is gone. And, uh, like he could already tell my eye was like slowly sagging down. Oh, Jesus. Uh, and he was like, if we wait longer, then it's, we're not gonna, your eye might like just be gone. So wow. So I was like, okay, yeah. So I ended up having surgery uh, two weeks after the accident. So I had a week to go to syllabus week for second semester. Oh, Jesus. And then the next Monday uh, is whenever I had my surgery. And I didn't know what the severity of it was going to be. And at the time, we had thought I only broke like like five or six bones in my face. Okay, and it, and it ended up being like 13 at least. It, yeah. Um, and so I, I was like, I didn't know what the recovery process is going to be like so i was like i'll just go back to my dorm and recover and i don't want to go home i just want to stay here yeah so um surgery ended up being very uh complicated my surgery lasted about four hours um you're out for it right yeah i'm out for it uh and kind of leading up to that you know you know how you can't eat or drink anything past midnight before you have surgery the next day so my surgery was supposed to be like 11 in the morning and the my surgeon was doing another surgery before me, and it was with a uh, uh, a guy who smoked, like was a very avid smoke smoker, and uh, surgery for him lasted about three, four more hours. Ooh. So I hadn't eaten anything, and my dad is a very big uh, stress eater, so <laughs> my dad was nervous beyond belief, and you know he's like eating all this stuff in front of me, like. And I felt bad for him, but I was like, you want to take this outside? Like, <laughs> I'm really hungry. Did, um, before, when you had your consultation, did they tell you, like, hey, there's a chance you're just going to, like, wake up no eye or anything like that? Um, there was, they said it was, n- not no eye, they said it was a very small chance I couldn't see out of that eye again, though. God. Um, so, yeah, so it, it was nothing really major. It was just, they had to, like, go in and fix it. At least that's what they thought. But it ended up being very a lot more complicated. So during my surgery, after they'd finished and waiting for me to uh, wake up, they told my they went out and talked to my parents, and they're like, "Yeah, he we he definitely had a lot more uh, broken bones in his face than we thought he did at first. Um, so I wake up, and I was I was coming off of um, what's the stuff they give you to go to to go to sleep. Uh, uh, NyQuil PM, I believe. Anesthesia. Anesthesia. I'm, com- I'm, I'm wearing off of the anesthetics. I'm wearing off of the fentanyl that was going through my IV. Okay. And then they had just given me hydrocodone. 
Jeez. So I was um, high off of my ass, to say the least. <laughs> uh, and I wake up, and I we we stayed we ended up staying the night in one of our family friends' houses that they have in Norman, and uh, ended up I couldn't stay here to recover. I had to go back home to recover. Was it just too much medication and you were out of it a lot, or was uh, it just too much medication? Um, didn't know how bad it would look and uh, go after the surgery. Now, um, did you talk to the university before, like, hey, I'm going to get the surgery, don't know yeah. how it's going to go? Yeah, I, I talked to my advisor, and then I emailed all my professors, and I was just like, I'm having surgery this week. Uh, I don't know how, like, I don't know how long I'll be out recovering or when I'll be able to do my assignments next. So basically, I got that taken care of, and then... Um, you know, go home to recover, and I, when I tell you I couldn't, the most I could eat was soup. Jeez. I couldn't, I had, I couldn't even feed myself, too, because I felt so weak for, like, three days, and I couldn't, like, I just felt, I felt like I couldn't move or, like, And those walk. were, the, those were the three worst, of those were the starting days of the recovery. How long is the actual broken face surgery recovery? Um... So it was about it was six weeks until I could um, do anything, literally anything. Uh, the mo- they said they told me the most I could do was walk. Uh, Jesus. So I couldn't basically I couldn't get do anything to get my blood flowing because it would flow to my head, and with the bones still trying to like fuse together to heal. That's that's scary uh, shit. Man. They said if I like if I got my blood flowing, it could go back between back behind my eye and it could blind me. <sighs> So, I, uh... That's kind of... In a weird way, that's kind of tough. That's yeah. That's kind of badass. Yeah. In a very weird way, it is. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yes, it's six weeks until I could literally do anything, and then another, um... So, so at, at OU, the advisors are kind of notorious... Where the school is notorious for kind of fucking over the students. Yeah. At, did you have to drop them, or were they just, like... Yeah. So, so I'm, I'm at home for two weeks, and then I come back, uh, and I go to class for a week. And I was working my ass off to try and catch up. Yeah. And I was like, well, I was trying to, I was wanting my professors to work with me. Mm-hmm. But, I mean. That's asking, of, asking for way too much. I guess, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Being out for two weeks. But, uh, so I go back to class for a week, work my ass off, and I am getting the, the flu the next week. And I'm pretty sure it ended up being COVID because it was early February. And I get, <laughs> oh my gosh. We really don't know when COVID was around. Oh, man, for you, 2020 was shit from the start. Yeah. We should have known. I know. And looking back on it, like, I really do think it was because I lost my taste and smell. Wow. As well as having all of the symptoms on Well, it's easy it. to not eat when nothing tastes good. You yeah, know? I know, right? I, I guess that's... Yeah. So, how, did you lose a ton of weight? <clears throat> yeah. I, uh... I was... So, I'm normal, I normally float around 160. Okay. Uh, and I think after the whole... You know, I couldn't really eat anything either. Uh, and after, after I could actually start eating food again, I was probably like in the one forties. Honestly, I expected to lose even more from that, from how fucked up the whole thing was. Well, then again, you're not really moving much, so your calories are barely being burned. Yeah, I was not burning any calories yeah. at all. So you wouldn't recommend getting in a human car crash as a diet plan. No, not yeah, not, well, not, not general. Yeah, not really, unless. You're able to still uh, get calories burning, but you're not able to do anything or move or, or have blood flow. Or blood flow, then that might be a good 
calorie diet. So did but... you ever contact the guy that, um, wait, so I guess in the end, did he hit you? Is it... I, I think so. That's what you, <laughs> I'd like to think so. I mean, it's, I mean, I don't, I was just going, I was going on a trail and these guys were being really dumb doing front flips off of a trail onto a black run. Yeah, that's real dumb. Um, and yeah, he, I think he hit me because he, you normally whenever you're going on a, tra- like going down on a run and you stop on a trail, you should never stop on a trail. Yeah. Because you should know people are going. It's playing Frogger pretty much. Yeah. 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 And a, a skier's like max velocity is higher than a snowboarder's, right? So, I mean, that's even, they're just kind of asking for it. Yeah. So, much. did you ever contact him again? No, I never, I never. Never got a name or anything? I got, I got, well, so it's a, it's a law in Colorado to, you have to swap information okay. after an accident. I don't know if that's just for skiing or like in general for any accident, but. Yeah, I got his I got his name and his phone number and Cal. His name is Cal, if that tells you how much of a douchebag he probably is. <laughs> um, did you do you add him on LinkedIn or No, I didn't. I never I it was pretty easy for me to let the whole thing go. Um, for my mom it was a lot different and she still uh, like even like like a month ago, she was texting me like she found this guy on Instagram. And she was like sending me pictures. Wait, can, can he can he walk and stuff? Yeah. Hi, Marshall. Hi, Marshall. We're, we're filming. Oh, sorry. Hang on. You can click on that. I see. Um, yeah. So she, I mean, it was, you know, it's. I think it's a mom thing to do. Oh so yeah, absolutely. To, uh, kind of, it's gonna be hard to let that one go. Uh, so he had a at least a broken piece yeah. of the spine. Yeah. So I heard. I heard he had. Um, it was like a fractured collarbone, uh, and I think what I think happened is he wanted to try and get out of there before he'd get in trouble, and so he basically told the ski patrol to fuck off, and That's that crazy. he was fine, and uh, he signed a waiver. They made him sign a waiver that if he got hurt again, it wasn't like it wasn't the uh, mountain's fault. So or, he or got your out of fault. There, or my fault. Yeah. So he got out of there, and he never said a word to me, which I was. I was pissed about it first. Yeah. Because um, I wanted to get a chance to talk to him. Yeah. But uh, he got out of there, and it was, that was that with him. That was my interaction with him was a human car crash. Wow. Well, Bingham, we have a special guest here. Cal, if you can come out. Um, <laughs> yes. It's a reunion episode. Yeah. Wow, that's, that is fucking crazy. So the, but back to the school, they decided <laughs> they were like, well, sorry, kid, you're too behind. Yeah, well, so, you know, they... Well, what's what's your major? Let's get a little background. Construction here. science. Okay, so riveting stuff, really. Yeah, and I but I was still in like. And you're a freshman at the time, so yeah. it's the second semester of your freshman year. You're I'm still, still taking gen eds. Gen-ed. Yeah. So you're taking what, like, like an English or like a uh, language course? I was in geology. I was in. Uh, I had two construction classes I was taking. So you're already kind of in there. A yeah, bit. yeah. I was able to take a lot of construction classes, but um. Uh, oh, I never showed you the picture of me after my surgery. Oh, God. So, yeah, so basically I was just so behind in all of my classes that... Uh, wow. So, oddly enough, looks way worse after the surgery than he ever did uh, in the, the first incident. Um, yeah. So, uh, I didn't really talk to you a ton when you first got to OU, your yeah. first, first semester. So, yeah. how different do you look? You probably can. You probably can tell a lot more than the average person can. Because honestly, you look you look pretty good, and that's regardless of even any ski accident well, in general. Well, Just I was, a handsome man. Thank you, appreciate that. I, I I was lucky to 
have to get that accident when I was 18 years old. Okay. And not be a lot older. Um, well, just recovery time, too. And, re- yeah, being younger for the recovery time made it a lot easier. Uh, I mean, I had reconstructive facial surgery. That's what they called it, which is basically <laughs> like plastic. I basically... I. Literally had plastic surgery. That's kind of your fun fact. You yeah. can bring up at like a party and stuff. Yeah, it is. And it's, I hate it because I, <laughs> I hate the idea of plastic surgery. Yeah. Um, but that really is impressive though because honestly, seeing the photos of you younger to now, it looks like you just got older really. Yeah. It's not, there's basically. not really any other damage. It's pretty much what it is. Yeah. Um, I, uh, so I ended up having to medically withdraw from the university because I had missed three weeks of class out of the first five weeks. and oh, weird rule. And I had I had already... Well, that's not it. That was just... Like, I missed three weeks. First round of midterms were gone. Okay. And I had I missed them. Can't really go back. And, yeah, it was... I was basically just, like... I was so stressed from trying to catch up. And then I got the flu. And I just felt like... At that point, you know, I'm, I just, I'm taking a break. I've never felt more defeated. Oh, I... I like I mean, after a week of just working my ass off to try and catch up, and then does that, that, that didn't count as like we have a thing at OU with called W's, which are withdrawal from classes. It was, and, it was, and you only get I think six, five, uh, five. You get five in the whole in your whole time. This semester we get uh we get a W that doesn't count. We had W, so during COVID we get an extra one, but it was so that didn't count as all of yours. That counted. I'm assuming it's just one. It action. just yeah, it was a collective. W. Okay, cool, good. Uh. So you're basically one semester behind. Yeah, I uh, well, I whenever I went back home, I ended up doing classes at Tulsa Community College. Oh, okay. To good move for that reason to catch up, so I wouldn't be that far behind. So I did like the second half of second semester, eight week classes, and then I did summer classes. And once they can figure out how to get my fucking transcript here. <laughs> Which they still don't know how to do. He's then, still on it. No. Then then I'll be caught up. But technically my classification according to OU is still freshman. Wow. Uh that's a bummer. Yeah. So, so really really no one wins in this story. No. Except maybe your eye. Except may, yeah, except maybe just kind of an underdog story for your like eye. Overall health. Yeah. And being here. Yeah. Yeah, I mean honestly the well um well, that's a weird thing to think about because you know, you 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 think of all these people who ski without helmets. And with and with sunglasses instead of goggles. That's so fucking crazy. And I, I honestly, or the people who just died from like, um, honestly, Liam Neeson's wife hit a tree, thought she was fine, and then died like that night. Yeah. What? Yeah, because of brain injury. Yeah. yeah, I mean it's, skiing accidents are, uh, very serious, and especially if you don't wear, the protective gear. And I honestly, I a hundred percent believe that uh, if I hadn't worn goggles, I would have lost my eye. Oh yeah, and if I hadn't worn a helmet, I would have just died on impact. Oh yeah, because my helmet was he was he wearing a helmet too? Yeah, yeah. Okay, my helmet was uh, dented, like I said. Yeah. So I don't imagine without it done to my skull. Jesus, yeah, he probably would just died or been severely brain damaged. Yeah, I would that been, is crazy. I would have been in a coma for God knows how long until I died. So um, but uh, another question: What are your hobbies, man? Clearly, skiing is up there. Yeah, I'm, I'm still <laughs> waiting to go back. You actually it's not to veil. Are you actually trying to ski ski again after all this? Yeah, I want to go skiing again. Wow. Well, because I've been to. I've, so that's the end of the end of the movie right there. Yeah. Yeah. I've well, I've I've been skiing my whole life, and I've we we used to go every spring break growing up. Oh. So I've we went to Crested Butte, which I've 
skied probably like nine, ten times. Where is that? That's in Colorado, Colorado as well. Okay. Um, Oklahoma not really known for its skiing, I would not say. At all. <laughs> Oklahoma's not known for jack shit. Yeah, yeah um, fair enough. But yeah, I'm looking forward to going back sometime. But my other hobbies are just uh, sports. Like fentanyl. Play basketball. I love to do fentanyl. <laughs> um, <laughs> only, only during injury, <laughs> injury season. Yeah. Wow. Um, that is crazy shit, though. I had, uh, you know, knowing you, I'd heard bits and pieces about. Yeah. And, and the bits and pieces I'm referring to are your face broken yeah. into, into pieces. Yeah. But uh, I had no idea the guy's name was Cal, which Cal. also makes the story so <laughs> much funnier. I know, right? Uh, <laughs> holy, holy shit. Yeah, no, it was, uh, he. Great. I'm just, you know, feel pretty fortunate to just be normal. Again. Oh yeah, honestly, it's it's kind of crazy. You're essentially completely fine. Can you you can now do anything now? You can work out to. Yeah, I can. Because I remember there was a time where you couldn't you couldn't work out. I remember couldn't that. work out. Couldn't run. And then um, after that six weeks of having to wait to work out, I had to. On top of that, was another six weeks until I could do contact stuff. So like playing basketball, um, like pick up football, like anything contact related. Yeah. So it was it was a total of three months until I was fully healed. That's crazy! Wow. Um. So, yeah. I mean, yeah. It was. It's kind of weird because, like, just thinking about like last semester, like I knew who you were and I somewhat knew you, but like not at all compared <laughs> to now. So. Yeah, and I've mean, only really known the post-injury Austin. Yeah, it's kind of. Know? I mean, it's kind of weird that I thought you would. Did, known did, more. Did you have any of your um, any not any of your morals change, but did you, uh, did you feel different? a different form of motivation after all that had happened? Yeah. Because I know close death experience. It, it was definitely a, it was definitely a wake up call, uh, at least kind of like faith related for me. Okay. Uh, cause I mean like people of faith, I think everyone knows that you like drift away from it at times. Yeah. And I had done that and, uh, pretty severe bringing back it, to the fold. After yeah. Me. It was, I, it, I mean, it was, yeah, it was like a fucking like hammer just was like, all right, you're you're coming back. <laughs> yeah. So uh, that's how I took it. I try to take it as I'm not the most positive person in the world, but I try to take it as positive as I could, yeah. uh, which I think helped. Um, and I just yeah, I mean, it was it was I just felt very uh, lucky to be alive. I guess. God, it's, it's crazy that crazy that both of you left pretty much fine. Yeah, yeah, he was. Yeah, he was snowboarded down the mountain, I guess. So, I yeah, that's what happened with him. That's I think he's good. Whatever. <laughs> end of the day, he's still a snowboarder. Which end you know, of the day, end of the day, he's a snowboarder. So that's still named Cal. Named, named, Cal. named Cal. I mean, and that, that's a pretty bad one-two punch. Yeah, definitely a trust fund guy yeah, for sure. Definitely. Wow. Well, Bingham, it was an absolute pleasure hearing your story. Has it been thirty minutes already? Yeah, it's been been about you know, thirty-four. Um, Thank you for having me. Oh, it was an honor was, to be your was, first guest. It was great to have you on our first episode. You know, um, you can find Cozy Vibes, the Cozy Vibes podcast, on uh, www.podbean/cozyvibes.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll try to post those pictures, Austin. If you could send those to me, yeah, soon. for sure. Um, but it was an absolute pleasure. I hope to I hope to have you on again. And uh, thanks for stopping in the studio. Yeah, you know, it's, it's an great. Honor.